You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome back to The Express. It's Bilal Vakani and Daniel Shahori. Will the Elimination Chamber change at all, Dan? I've been looking at this card, and we'll talk about it in detail. But we've got a main event with incredibly high stakes that until recently seemed like a formality. It doesn't quite seem that way. And we've got two Elimination Chamber matches. One of them offers quite a bit more and is a quite more of a question. Um, but when you look at this card, do you think it'll be significant on the road to WrestleMania? Very significant. And I hear what you're saying. I hope it's still a formality. I don't think they should. Ch- I, I hear what everyone's saying, but I don't believe they should change course. And by course, that means a one-on-one match at WrestleMania with Cody and Roman Reigns. Uh, it's it's very 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 tempting for them to to me as a Canadian as somebody who loves Sami Zayn like most wrestling fans do. Yeah. It's incredibly enticing the idea of them making a switch, going with Sami, and switching the direction, or maybe making it to a triple threat and Roman has a rematch and whatnot. Um, but, you know, if you wanted to do something along the lines of the, you know, Montreal screw job all over again, um, and there's some reporting that the Usos issues getting across the border may be resolved. We'll see that one. You know, I'll believe it when I see it. You'll be screwed either way. Yeah, but I, 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 I guess you can't go wrong, ultimately. And that's the beauty of this card is that if you stand pat, with the exception of the women's title picture on Raw... Not a big deal. If you make yeah. a huge change, that's great. But it doesn't really take away from what's been a much less chaotic build towards WrestleMania than in past years because of you know who. That's right. I would. I really don't want to see a th- three way. I understand why you might do that, but I really just want to see the one on one. I w- I don't want it to be muddled. And I would love you know, uh, wrestling fans have a tendency to turn on Cody Rhodes mm. uh, for little provocation. So yeah. in a, in a, in my world, I would love to see Cody win at mania mm. and then he slowly, or the crowd can push him along. He turns mm. heel. He's an arrogant. And then you get Sammy and Cody, maybe SummerSlam. And then you get Sammy. If you, if you still want to go with Sammy, do it then. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's very well said. I, I, I you know, I'm I'm hoping for Sammy, but I, like you, I'm going to assume Roman is going to win this. I think that's mm-hmm. and and also it doesn't make a lot of sense for Roman to lose the title to Sammy, only for Sammy to lose it to you know Cody less than two months later, right at WrestleMania or a month plus whatever it is. So it, you kind of are in a corner already, and by doubling down on the corner you're in, you make it worse. Yeah. So I, so I guess what we should talk about Dan, because I I think you know if you're betting on this, don't listen to us. Do some research. Um, but if you're trying to pick this match for fun, as I always do with my wife, and I generally lose, um, you should pick Roman Reigns. But how do you do a finish, right? Because I mentioned the Montreal screw job angle. Um, oh, you don't know for sure if you're going to have the Usos. So I would imagine, you know, you do something with Paul Heyman where he somehow takes out a referee and has a referee shirt of his own. Maybe Roman does the guillotine submission and Heyman just rings the bell. Something along those lines. Is that where they should go? No, because they've done this 
over and over over the years to death. The, I, I really want them to get past the Montreal Screwdrop. They don't need to revisit that in any way. That's just me. I, I, that this horse has been beaten to death. Uh, there will be, a, regardless, even w- whether it's uh, like an Earl Hebner type of thing, there there will be a screw job. And whether or not the, the Usos or one or the other or both cannot get across the border, you'll still have solo Sokoa. Yeah. So either way, Sammy will get screwed. Uh, you have the Kevin Owens factor. Mm-hmm. Again, I still, this is going towards, I believe, as a lot of people believe, it's going towards Owens and Zayn in a tag match against the Usos at Mania. It, either night one uh, as, a, as a headliner, one of those. So that this is where that's going. Um, so obviously Kevin Owens is going to show up in Montreal. Yep. But if the Usos can't be there, which I believe they can, but if they can't, hmm. uh, they'll still do something. They'll um, maybe they'll do it on, um, assuming they're not in Canada for hmm. Raw on the Monday. Yep, uh, they'll do a, a something where both Usos turn against Sammy. Yeah, no, I I could see that, or you know maybe it's even Solo and Jimmy and Jay is neutral. Like, there's a few ways you can slice this, but I really don't think there are any bad options. Um, speaking of no bad options, but probably not any that WWE are going to use, the United States Championship will be on the line in the Elimination Chamber. It's going to be Austin Theory, Seth Frickin' Rollins, uh, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. What's interesting about this, Dan, is there's all the speculation about John Cena potentially facing Austin Theory for the United States Championship. John Cena's in the news because he... Got Doja Cat on the Smack, uh, the WWE 2K23 video game soundtrack, which is a pretty good achievement in and of itself. Um, you know, Dakota Kai has to bend over backwards just to get gear that looks like it's Doja Cat's gear, and, and now she's injured. Um, nevertheless, nobody else in this match has really been given much profile. You know, Rollins has kind of been doing his standard stuff. Gargano's there. Reed has been built up a little bit. Priest is more of the background of, of Rhea's story and Finn's story. Uh, and, and Ford is is there, but again, not getting much build. It, it's really hard for me to imagine anybody but Austin Theory wins this match. And certainly you could see them putting him in the last spot or having him hide in the chamber. Like there's a few ways he can do this, but I think that's where they're going to go. Not to be contrary to you, sir. Mm. But I, I, don't, I don't see Austin Theory walking out of there I, I think they will get it off of scene uh, or off of him mm-hmm. to face Cena because if look if he Cena is not going to be sticking around after like, if he's what, what are you going to do uh why would he go after that belt does he win it and if he does because mm-hmm. per- personally look, we're, we're covering a lot of things here but mm-hmm. if Cena and Austin Theory go at it at Mania mm-hmm. uh I don't think that Cena should be putting over Austin Theory at this point in time I think Cena should win and mm-hmm. uh so therefore he shouldn't hold on to that title because he's not going to be around to keep it uh personally mm-hmm. I would love my top choice I'm not saying they're going to do this but my top choice would be Bronson Reed because uh, I don't yep. want to see him get pinned mm-hmm. in this situation in any situation uh, other than or or uh, an outside dark horse would be uh, Montez Ford because mm. nobody's looking at him because why yep. not? And then you can have the two street profits maybe feud going into Mania. Yeah, look, really no bad options. Priest, you can uh, he's won the title before. You can won it before. Case. You know, Rollins has been there before. Uh, Rollins Gargano. has, and because he Rollins will is getting Logan Paul. And again, I don't know how you pin 
uh, Rollins in a match like this, but he doesn't need that. He's he's got Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah, and and I think all these guys are Teflon to some respect as well, right? Nobody here, you know, Reed. You make a very good argument for he's he's just sort of debuted on Raw. I don't think he's taken a pinfall yet, so it would be somewhat of a shame if he did it. But even then, I think you can get around that by having three or four people hit sequential finishers on him, and then you can kind of get away with it. And you can still say he wasn't pinned in a singles match. You know, you can still kind of yep. make it work. And, you know, you can win 50 matches in a row and you just be Monsois. So it's not the end <laughs> of the world. Uh, let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship. Number one contender elimination chamber match. Try saying that five times fast. Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, who's totally different now. She's pretty much the Joker, but not as silly. Uh, Liv Morgan, as silly. Nikki Cross, Natalia, silly. Carmella. Um, you know, I really think, Dan, it's Raquel and Asuka yeah. that are the two. And you can really see either of them facing Bianca. There's really no question about that. But it sort of comes down to how comfortable is WWE with Asuka's new gimmick, right? Do they think it's ready for prime time and she can go against Bianca? Or, you know, Raquel's kind of always been there. And like her character is not spectacular, but she's powerful, and that's a very easy story to tell. And I don't know if they know exactly what the story for Asuka is. Like we saw this Monday on Raw, she's unpredictable. And her partners found out the hard way when she just took him out en route to winning the match anyways. So I'm leaning towards Raquel, but I really hope I'm wrong. And I hope they give it to Asuka because I think that would make for a better Mania match. I agree, and I believe that you're going to get Oscar because we know Triple H loves Oscar. We see how yeah. the respect that he gave her in NXT, like she was the longest, like she was yeah. unstoppable when when uh, she was an NXT champion and, and he was running things. Uh, I think that he's making her a priority. I think, uh, to answer your question earlier, I think they love that gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of the gimmick, Asuka is ready. Oscar yep. uh, is, and and I think, and I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe they've done this match before Belair and Asuka. No, I don't think so. So it's a fresh one, and, and mm-hmm. nothing to take away from Gonzalez. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't think she needs to be in a in the world title match at Mania at mm-hmm. this point, or she, she can have another year before she gets that to that point. Yeah, look, and if you have an Andre Battle Royal, I could see her winning that. Right, sort of. She did win the Rumble. Will they have that? They I might. Um, I it, the women's battle. I guess it's not the Andre the Giant Battle no, Royal for but the it's, women. It's not the Moolah either. Yeah, they, it's not that. It's um, who knows what that is. Yeah, so there might be something yet for her there. Um, look, damage control is short a member potentially in Dakota Kai at the moment. If she's not ready for Mania, you know, maybe they turn Raquel and bring her into that. That might be pretty interesting, although you've got Nikki there sure. as well. Unfortunately, um, I think she's going to be lost in the shuffle for Mania, unfortunately. Yeah, but she's young in the game. and She's young in the game. And they, they haven't, you know, I think the difference between her and Asuka is, as you said, Asuka's a proven commodity. Um, she's got this new character. They don't really know what Raquel's character is, and they would run into a bit of a block in terms of how do you book her going into mania i don't think it would be bad i don't think it would be great it would kind of just be there as like here's you know basically female diesel but she's not really a badass no she just likes to smile that's her gimmick yeah she just smiles like she could be female diesel but she's not female diesel she's just a smiling baby face and it's not doing a lot for anyone um anyways we're gonna see edge and beth phoenix take on finn balor and rhea ripley 
Um, as great as Edge and Beth are, Dan, uh, and this pains me to say as a Canadian, I really do think you've got to give this to Rhea and Balor yes. because Rhea Ripley won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Rightfully so, been away on to her home country of Australia of for a bit, do some media, see some family, whatever it's been. Um, but it would be very, very difficult to have her lose this match. And then you got to build her all the way back up going into Mania. So I think you've got to give it to Rhea and Balor here. Beth Phoenix has to take the pin. She's mm. the only one who's not full-time on the roster. Yeah. Despite their new grit couple t-shirt, they need to take the pin. Despite Edge being in his country, Rhea Ripley has to pin or submit Beth Phoenix. Yeah. And I think it's a good way to build her up. And, you know, if you miss the rumble and you see this, you're like, okay, here's Rhea. Here's what she can do. Uh, and certainly I'm sure Charlotte has a lot of respect for Beth Phoenix. So sort of a way to send a message. Um, maybe the match, Dan, I'm the least bit sure about is Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. There is a path for Brock Lesnar to win this and take on Gunter. But I've been thinking about this, Dan. I have absolutely no idea what Bobby Lashley is doing at WrestleMania. Like he could just be doing this again. They could be reforming the Hurt Business. Um, he could be doing something totally different uh, at WrestleMania, which I can't even conceive. Do you have a sense of what he's going to do? Um, and does that maybe give you enough to think he's going to beat Lesnar? Because I, I don't have enough of a sense to think he'll win this match. Whether he does or he doesn't, I think his position on Mania is going to be the same. And it's un unfortunately, if they don't have anything, it could very well be one of the, like the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Mm. He could win that, but he's not going to have a higher spot on, on WrestleMania. I could see if they put the Hurt business back together officially, who they, you know, they can maybe, what's the other faction they could feed with? The Judgment Day? Like who's, who else yeah. could you feed them with? Um, so it doesn't look good for people like this. It's weird. Uh, can you imagine that um, on a on a card you have the Brock Lesnar match being, in my opinion, like the fourth most mm -hmm. interesting match in the card, which is saying something. That's a good. So you know to to get to the end of of our conversation, it's like oh, yeah, I am looking forward very much to this card for that reason. It's 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 going to be very entertaining. Well, and to your point, Dan, literally a five match card. Again, we're we're taping this. Is up that right? it? That's it's five. You've got two elimination chambers. Uh, Roman Reigns. That's all you need. Uh, Edge of Beth Phoenix uh, going up against the Judgment Day. You don't even Brock. need them. But yeah, yeah, that's you. You could make an argument um, that you probably could have just done Brock and Lesnar at WrestleMania, kept it cold until the night after this. Um, but yeah, I hope it stays that way, right? Because I don't. I think the Rumble was approaching, you know, sort of an AEW pay per view and how long it went and. You definitely could have done without the performance by Hardy. You probably should have tightened some of those matches. Um, with the Rumbles, you are kind of stuck with the way the timing happens and the entrances happen, so it's very difficult to cut time there. But I think other matches on that card just went way too long. Like, you should not be ending a pay-per-view at midnight. Uh, I hope this will be one that's done at 11 o'clock because um, it, it would be a bit of a shame if it ran long and just started to to drag as much as the Royal and I love the Royal Rumble, but it did drag right up until the right. main event. Yeah. And it did like, yeah. And there's a lot of stars that are not, that are certain. Yeah. You can add something, but like hmm. there's no Cody advertised for this card. There's no yep. Bray Wyatt. Yep. Uh, there's several others that aren't, they, they're not needed. Hmm. I hope they stick it to, I hope they keep it to, uh, to five matches because the chamber matches usually, go not close to uh, maybe not an hour but close to an hour yeah yeah i would assume as much right like if you're if this is going to start 
at eight o'clock and it's going to go to 11 o'clock. I would probably slot in two hours for the chamber. So you have about one hour for three matches. I'd be pretty happy with, you know, maybe the main event with Roman and Sammy. That's 30. But then really, like these other two matches, I don't want to see Brock and Bobby Lashley. I don't even know if I want to see them go 15, but I certainly don't want to see them go more than that. You know, Edge and Beth Phoenix, as you said, especially with Beth, not a regular part of the roster. No. So probably good to put them towards the 15 side as opposed to even the 20-minute side. Um, and if you can do that, you know, counting for entrances and all the other stuff they throw in there, um, I think that would be great. I, I also don't think they need video packages for superstars. Um, that was one of the weirdest things in the Rumbles. they where, don't, but it doesn't mean they're not going to do it. Look at how great Seth Rollins is. Right. You know, look- Charlotte still works there. Yeah, I do. I just saw her. I know, think it's because on, Friday. on Peacock and the free feed, they have actual commercials. Mm. So if you're not, if you're on a higher uh, tier, you get fake then, commercials. Right. <laughs> so that's what's happened. That's why they do that. Right. So you are going to get that. Yeah. Uh, which is, yeah, which is bizarre. But uh, look, we, if we had Peacock, Dan, and we could literally play, pay either next to nothing or nothing for these pay-per-views instead of, you know, not, Nothing, not a lot, but, you know, kind of two nothings. You know, I think we would all be happier. Yes. Um, any final thoughts before we go here? Uh, I think the beauty of this card is we don't have to say a lot, but uh, I'll throw it over to you. I'm excited. I'm, uh, I think this will be a fun one. The Rumble was fun. This is yep. going to be fun. Uh, the the You said the maybe 30 minutes for Roman and Zayn. I think that's going to go forty-five with entrances. Yeah, I could see that, uh, and and not and the afterbirth or whatever happens, like mm. whatever happens with Owens afterwards. Yep. So that could be the whole thing from uh, the start of the, one of them coming out to the end of the show. That could be another close to an hour hmm. with all the shenanigans. I should let people know, Dan, there is uh, this AEW pay-per-view in March. What is it? Revolution? Am I, do I have the calendar correct? Yes, March okay, I was, 5th. I was almost going to call it full revolution for some reason. Um, so we'll, we'll have to come back for that. Uh, I guess that's, a, I don't know, a couple of weeks away. Um, so we'll talk about that. WrestleMania, of course, will do that. Hopefully, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is sort of one of those things where Triple H sees, hey, I can do five matches. I can finish around 11. Maybe I do the two nights of WrestleMania that way. Finish around 11. Do five, but it's not going to happen. He's he's going to go long. Um, but you know, I, Both I live in. Go long. Yeah, they'll they'll go yeah. long. Uh, but obviously, a lot to get in. You know, we we could even see Pat McAfee taking on Wade Barrett or Corey Graves for all I know. And I understand if something like that falls into your lap, it's going to be very difficult not to do it. I could see Graves and McAfee. I think Barrett is retired, retired, mm. and Graves wants to come back. So I can see that happening. Well, and somebody has to do color commentary. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't want Booker T on WrestleMania doing his NXT color commentary, mm. which is uh, m- more colorful than actual commentary. Um, you know, Shucky ducky, quack, quack. Yes, it's pretty much his fallback. Uh, Dan, thank you as always for this. It's thank been you. Express, Blavacani, Daniel Shahori. Uh, enjoy Elimination Chamber. I uh, hope you check it out. And we'll be back because there's always more pay-per-views. Uh, I know we neglected Vengeance Day. Um, maybe what? we'll... Uh, it's okay. Maybe no. I'll throw in some stand and deliver stuff in the WrestleMania podcast. Um, but but I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, no promises. I I think Roadblock is happening March seventh. Maybe we'll tack that on to AEW. We'll see. No promises. Roadblock. 
Yeah, there's an NXT roadblock March 7th. So that's... You speak another language here. I I don't even know if that's on pay-per-view or if that's on TV, but we'll figure it out. Uh, Thank you for listening. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit neversleepsnetwork.com. 